is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Divine. Derek, uh, totally unscripted, unplanned, but in my little glass of whiskey here, there's a gnat in the process mm. of drowning. It hasn't drowned yet, but it is in the process. This is 80 proof, so it's not the strongest stuff you'll find. And I wonder, I mean, that alcohol content's got to be doing something to him, right? Aside yeah, from I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna survive. But maybe it's he's enjoying kicking. a couple of drinks on its way down. You know, what a way to go! What a way to go! I mean, yeah, if you tossed me into a pool of whiskey, I think that'd be the like equivalent. Um, I'm taking a couple gulps on my way down. Yeah, I, mean, you might as I well know how to you, swim. You know you're going. Yeah, you know. You're taking a few no, gulps no matter what if you're in a pool of whiskey. At this point, like if it's been almost a minute, I'd say if he's still kicking, which he is, is there any chance he's just like floating on his back, kind of moving yeah, around you know, he could be, his time? You know, treading water, you know, practicing. At, at what point do I fish him out so that I can finish this drink? I don't have anything by me to do that. I know, just give a little like finger flip, you know. Just oh God, no. No. Are you gonna wash your hands? Well, yeah, I wash my hands, but like, I don't want to sit here this whole time. And I told you he's alive too. Like, what what do gnats that get drunk do? I mean, I could just tell a aimless story for a minute while you go get something to fish him up. <laughs> no, wait, but I want to hear it. I I was telling you a pre-show. I, I'm in concussion protocol right now. Oh, that's bumped right. my yeah. head on the way down to the basement somehow. Oh boy, am I ever feeling that. So if I, you know, start not making sense at some point, you know what it is. Describe the pain. Like, uh, what, sharp give it pain a in the left temple. I give it an 8 out of 10 with a little bit of a lightheadedness, woozy feeling like maybe don't take a nap, but okay. definitely going to try to get a good night's sleep. Uh, ice the spot, you know, drink some water. Take it easy, you know, but you know, this is, is it a, concentrated. Yeah, definitely concentrated right around the temple area. I don't know if that's uh, good or bad. I don't know either. I, I honestly am just rolling with it. You know, I, I think that Jim Harbaugh uh, would want me to keep going. And so I'm doing it for him. That's probably bad publicity for Jim Harbaugh. Probably is, but you know, can he, <laughs> he's can had, he de- he's like, had no. decently bad publicity somewhat recently. So I got it out. Good, 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 good. That's really where we can really get started now. <laughs> Interestingly, uh, the second he got out of there, he doesn't seem to be alive anymore. Hmm. He was alive the whole time in there. I wonder, like, what what phenomenon causes that? I mean, you killed him, know. not the whiskey. That's what I'm going to go with. I was gentle. I was gentle. That's all I'll say. Um, yeah, we can get on to the real stuff now. Michigan's 2022 schedule. We've, we've both been looking at it. Like I assume everybody else has been just in, in, uh, anticipation. It starts September 3rd. By the way, I have a fantasy football draft that starts at like 11 or 1130 on September 3rd. 
it's it's in person. It's my first time in this league, and I, from what I've gathered, they get together, they do the draft. It's it's a pretty serious league, more serious than I've ever been a part of. I think I'm throwing fifty bucks into it. Um, so we do that, and then kind of hang out. Everybody brings wine, so. I don't know. Does that sound like an okay kickoff experience for you? I don't know that you'll be watching much of the game. I mean, it'll be on, I'm sure, but I uh, how many how many uh, guys in the league? Guys, gals? Uh, I don't know. Do, uh, yeah, uh, eight maybe. It depends I think how the big gals your are teams staying are, away from a league like this. I'm gonna be honest. Depends how big yeah. your teams are. How many quarterbacks? How many bench players you have? But my goodness, it. Here's what I'm thinking, though. Those can like, be a, a two-hour process right there. I'm showing up, like, already with accommodations. Like, I'm bringing my laptop. It's going to be right by me. Um, it's like the game is on, whether it's on my laptop or on a TV. There, there are no exceptions to that rule. And it's on ABC, so we can't – there's really no excuse to not have it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. It's it's something that's made me a little nervous. It's it's much more fun than like a fall wedding, but you know, it's still just like something you got to plan for. You're like, oh crap, how's this gonna work? Anyway, well, the good news is you have a month. So and it sounds <laughs> yeah. like a month with a month to go, you are you are already planning. You're already thinking through the essentials uh-huh. for making sure this thing happens. In a way that's favorable to you watching the game, but you know, the good thing is, is it's likely not to be much of a game. So as much as you want to see everything, oh. as, as I do, uh, you know, we talked I think last show about some of my situations. You know, I'm going to be, you know, not able to watch every game in the in the most perfect setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we'll find a way. We always do. After that is Hawaii. That's a night game. That's the one I think I'm going to. Because the day before, and this you're going to love this, the day before, Alan Jackson takes his last call tour to Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky, a couple hours south of me. So we're going to go there on Friday night. Show's over. We're driving back to Marion, Indiana, which I know you know. And we're going to stay with my mom, who then the next morning or, you know, whenever we get to it, is going to drive us up to Ann Arbor. It works out really well. That's a night game. We don't need to rush. Um, It's, you know, that's, I think, the ideal weekend, basically, right there. Catching Alan Jackson in Kentucky next day over at the big house in Michigan. Sounds good, that, right? I mean that that I can't perfect, think of a better maybe? weekend. And honestly, no. perfect that the timing. I mean, you could make a noon three thirty game work technically, but the fact that you have, you know, the ability to take your time. Uh and what I like about that eight PM, as weird as it is to have an eight PM Hawaii, should be yeah. a pretty nice crowd for a, you know, otherwise not super exciting non conference game. Some of those noon Non-conference games is against lesser than opponents. Uh, you know the the student section is only halfway full. People you know are kind of showing up late, 
And I'm not saying it's going to be a, a full student section no matter what because they've had all day to drink on only the second uh, weekend of football. But hopefully a night atmosphere, even if it's against Hawaii, it will be be a good one for you. And I what was it 2019 Michigan opened up against Middle Tennessee State. That was a night game. Yep. And so it had to have been, you know, very end of August to early September and I bought a long sleeve shirt at the Emden and wore it. And I was like pretty comfortable. It was not a hot day. So I I would hope for the similar weather September 10th at 8 p.m., right? I would imagine. And what a weird game that was. That was like a little bit closer than, than it should have been. Because Shea Patterson fumbled on the very first play of the season. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was also yeah. there. When uh, Wilton Spate threw an interception in 2016 against Hawaii, first play of the season, I remember that one as well. Let's hope Come that to think of it. <laughs> uh, not too much of that uh, takes place. Right, uh, UConn the next weekend. Get back to that noon kickoff on ABC. Man, I can't imagine UConn at noon drawing much of a crowd. Right. Yeah, what's tough about that is you have the whole, like, that's already the third game. I mean, there's going to be people there. People are going to be excited. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's your third non-conference game do? and technically a snoozer, I guess. Yeah. I mean, could I, could I, be a snoozer. You know, you never know. I, I don't never really know. know. I haven't researched any three of those opponents at all at this point. No. Uh, we'll get to um, our predictions at some point. But, you know, I can pretty much guarantee that Michigan's the better team out of whoever they're playing those first few weekends. I, I am interested in your opinion here because after that, Michigan gets into four straight conference games, uh, home versus Maryland. So that's four home games to start the season. Then at Iowa, at Indiana, and then home against Penn State. Just like off the cuff, and I assume this is coming down to Iowa and Penn State, but like who's the toughest opponent in there or you know, the one that you're most worried about? I say Iowa. Um, I don't know if Penn State will be a night game or not. Um, hopefully it you is. You assume, though, that Iowa will be at Kinnick on October yeah, 1st. For sure. Like, there's no time set for that, but I would assume. And I think Penn State at night in a maze out, you know, bodes well. It's that first big game at home. You know, I, I like Michigan in those big home games. I think of Washington, you know, obviously right. earlier in the season last year. Uh, but at Iowa, you know, your first road game after being very comfortable five weeks or sorry, four weeks in a row at home, uh, you know, for some of these young guys, it's, you know, their first time uh, traveling on the road. And then, you know, there's plenty of players who have not played at Iowa at all. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a, a tough environment. And I'd have to you know, kind of click over to, to Iowa's schedule and see what they have. Uh, before that, but yeah, I mean, if there's a if there's a big game on their schedule uh, earlier on in the, in the, At in Rutgers, the season, so oh, you know what? I mean, I am looking. They do play Iowa State early, uh-huh. uh huh, and that is uh, that's an Iowa City, and so, maybe the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State give them a scare. You know, a little bit of I'm yeah, you know, a little little bit of a scare. <laughs> uh, you play your your biggest rival, and then. Yeah, you host Michigan. Um, you play it. Oh man, they got a tough little schedule there. They got to play at Ohio <laughs> State. They've 
They got Wisconsin at home, but still a tough Rare game. Rare for a team out of the West, though, to be like, wow, they got a tough schedule. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's too easy to just like skirt by there. You, know, you get Northwestern, Illinois, whatever. I'll say this. Yeah, that's, that's if, if, if Iowa can beat Iowa State for what, like the 10th year in a row or something crazy now? Uh, yeah, they're going to be in a pretty good position as a ranked football team, uh, likely taking on a, oh, it says to be announced. That's a night game for sure. Anything that's to be announced. Ugh. Probably one of those night games, too, that we don't know about until. Yeah, and it's the black and gold before. spirit game, so they're going to have the perfect alignment of each section. going to be rotating colors. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, That'll no. be a let's, sight. Let's take Let's take some time down the road to talk about that game. I don't know if I have it in me to, to think about that potential disappointment. All I'll ever remember is my wife having a dream the night before the Iowa game when they lost on that uh, game losing field goal. She had a dream. Huh? Yep, 2016. She had had a dream that night before. We were driving over to my sister's to watch it that day. She had wow. had a dream that we drove – all the way to Iowa City to catch a game at Iowa, and they lost. And oh, did that ever come true? And I was so wow. upset at that dream. Do you ever dream about Michigan Ohio State games? Um, I'm sure I have. I can't think of a specific uh, dream, you know, recently. Uh, but you know, for years there until this last year, um, I would maybe consider it a nightmare. Oh, I. It doesn't. Ma- it it almost just like it's totally consistent throughout the entire year, all 12 months, I dream about Michigan, Ohio state. And it's not always like getting it handed to them. It's, it's usually like it's close. And then Michigan does something just disastrous or Mm. there've been a few times actually though, where, where Michigan's up, but Ohio state's like, they're doing something, they're coming back and, the nerves I feel in my dream are very real. It's, it's kind of crazy how, how often I have these dreams and, and the variety of situations that I conjure up in my head when I'm asleep. See, I'm not, I'm not really surprised by the, the variations and the scenarios because, you know, you've watched so much college football in your life. You've essentially seen, no, you haven't seen it all. I guess there's a lot of college football left in our lifetime, but we've seen some crazy things and, We've seen, uh, yeah, some disaster uh, from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, know what you, I'm worried about? I mean, it's and, rough stuff. You've got uh, punt block for touchdown stuff. You've got <laughs> Appalachian State stuff way back. Uh, and then even, like, simple things. You know, games you've won where starting quarterbacks come out and look disastrous from the first snap. <laughs> so, I mean, we're not we're not a – yeah, I mean we're we're kind of accustomed to disaster at some point. It's just shocking that uh, there was less of that last year than usual. And and then in the game where you know Michigan lost, there was disaster uh, at yeah. some point. So yeah, I mean it's always going to happen. Somewhere between, I'm going to guess in September, in the first four weeks of the season, I will most likely I I feel like be moving. And okay. you're looking at, so I, you know, we're already going to that eight o'clock game on the 10th. I would rule out probably September 3rd, um, but maybe not totally. I don't know. 
then you got noon noon uh i'm running a race with my dad october 1st come to think of it in fort wayne indiana 7 30 a.m um mm. i i don't know I, i've never moved in the fall i know you can make it happen and actually have some fun you know get like prioritize the tv and the internet and if you're streaming like i will be and like you know you got your people there and like you order some pizzas or whatever and it's like the the skeleton set up you're like we have we've got nothing going on in this house but we've got the tv propped up on a box and like some folding chairs and maybe the couch is in you know what i mean like we could oh, pull yeah. that off and have some fun right yeah let me uh i'll tell you two stories uh when i moved to back to michigan moved into an apartment uh it was michigan iowa that was oh my goodness that was 2019 that game was like what 14 to 7 or something like that oh yeah i think it was 10 to 3 10 to 3 yeah you're right you're right uh and it was a it was a homecoming game 2019 yeah 10 to 3 um barely made the start of that game uh had just basically the tv was the first thing i set up blew up a air mattress uh you know to sit on in the living room to watch it but let me tell you another story you know about a year later i mean just over uh, i don't know if you remembered what happened on uh what was it halloween yeah halloween uh 2020 yeah that was well, a game what was where... halloween because what halloween was michigan state <clears throat> oh and i moved oh. into our house that we bought on halloween halloween night was the first night we stayed there so it was a uh bare bones setup i think we yeah i think we essentially watched the game kind of paused moving in to to watch a game maybe even watch it at the apartment it's hard to remember um but it was uh yeah i mean that was a pandemic season obviously the the year they go two and four and after looking pretty good against minnesota on the road uh they lost to an awful michigan state team uh, and then, you know, went on to only win one other game and, and have a couple of canceled. So. You know what's crazy about that Michigan State game is is didn't didn't Michigan State in the first week of the season against Rutgers uh, turn the ball over like seven times? Yeah, something ridiculous. And then they played really well. And, and Michigan actually kind of, you know, tried to come back on them, I believe. It was uh, just, just enough to like make you think you know there's a shot and it keeps you around like you i remember i remember that feeling very well just like oh god don't do it don't dangle this in front of me I mean, what a weird game they it was like 400 yards of offense per team joel milton threw for like 300 but didn't throw a touchdown uh i mean my goodness that was just a bad just a bad game all around so after yeah, move, my moving stories, you know, the last two times I've moved haven't <laughs> been very, I mean, the 10, three is a win, but I mean, what a snoozer to pause all of your moving when you move back to Michigan to literally watch 13 points scored total. And then, you know, the next year you're really excited. First time homeowner. And it's like, oof, what a horrible game. And then you have to, you know, move all of your stuff and settle into a house after that. God. I just remember being so mad. <laughs> Not a very, not a very exciting just, Halloween that year. I could just imagine, yeah. Uh, the 22nd, October, after after the Penn State game, that's Michigan's bye week. 
then they get uh, Michigan State at home. I I know those are going to be a tough two weeks, especially like if Michigan were to lose to Penn State. Then you got the bye week. Then you got Michigan State. That's a long time to wait. And I feel like it's kind of common for Michigan to get Michigan State coming off of a bye week. Do you feel this way? Or am I just like imagining this? I feel like that happens. Yeah. It... I hate it. Yeah, I don't. Bye weeks are always kind of weird to me. I, I think I used to overthink them more than I do now. Um, you know, now I, I feel like I'm maybe a little bit more in tune to like, I don't know, player safety, player health. And after, you know, uh, you've got game after game after game right in the middle of the season, you get a little break after a, a that Penn is a State nice time game. To get to, it. But yeah, I mean, you, you travel on the road twice, you have a huge test at Iowa, you have big you know, test uh, against Penn State and then, you know, halfway through the season, uh, you get a little bit of a break uh, and hopefully can, you know, shake any rust off if there is any. But it's not like that bowl game break uh, where you actually don't know what kind of team you'll see. So hopefully it's more of a, you know, guys banged up, get a little bit of rest and and Michigan comes out fresh at home, at least uh, against Michigan State. Maybe I'd feel different if it was on the road, but yeah, yeah. Coming off a bye or having a bye between two of the biggest games and especially the biggest home games Michigan will have, uh, yeah, kind of kind of weird timing, but maybe the right timing uh, at the same time. That's a good point. After that, you're tempted to call these like tune-ups for Ohio State because you go to Rutgers and then you got two back-to-back at home, Nebraska and Illinois. Um, you know, without the advantage of knowing how exactly those three teams pan out you look at it right now and you're like that that shouldn't be much of an issue and then you get ohio state on the road i guess though like i know we're going to be talking coming off of october 29th you know where is like michigan's screw up in here like what team do do they look like totally unprepared for and and they mess it up and, you know, perhaps, I mean, it, you might even say, you know, get their first loss of the season or maybe get that second or third. But it, I know we'll be talking about that with those three teams before Ohio State. Yeah, it was uh, Loxley last year in Maryland that, you know, tried to almost plant the, uh, you know, not to plant this in their head, but they've got a big game coming up. And, you know, Michigan took care of business against Maryland because Donovan Edwards, you know, had like 700 receiving yards. <laughs> yes. uh, but I think, you know, when I look at the schedule as a whole, um, I think we'll talk about those two first two away games a lot, especially the, 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 the Iowa. Obviously, you talk about the biggest home games, and then, you know, every year you talk about Ohio State, and even more this year because, you know, one team actually won that you know hasn't won in a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you always have that, that trap game, you know, your favorite trap game at Indiana. Uh, you know, I, I'm not really worried about the three teams on the schedule before Ohio State, but it uh, doesn't mean that Michigan will play perfect football either. Uh, you got to handle business. They had quite the game against Nebraska last year, again, on the road. But what I like about the schedule this year is Michigan is playing in what I would consider the two toughest Big Ten road environments. Uh, and to have one early at Iowa, just because it seems like a nightmare when any team travels there, uh, whereas like Wisconsin's a tough place to play. Nebraska seemed pretty um, intimidating and uh, people came out for that game last year and gave Michigan a scare. 
you know, Penn State's a really hard place to play, especially at night. But, you know, at Iowa, just weird things seem to happen. Uh, and, and I feel like that's a really good test to kind of prepare you for a really, really crazy environment at Ohio State. Uh, nothing yeah, gotta, will ever be as big as the the game in Columbus. Um, yeah. But hey, you know they get a they get a good test early. If you survive that test, you're looking at an undefeated team heading into the two biggest home games. If you can take advantage of that home crowd and the Michigan environment can be as good as it was last year, uh, you're in pretty good position to take care of business all the way until Ohio State. So I guess we'll see. But yeah, they're gonna not look good at some point. You just gotta hope that uh, they can survive a game where they don't look as good. A little uh, quiz for you here, Derek. It's a two-parter. Michigan is playing IU before November this season for the first time since when? Oh, boy. You know, I don't even know if I'd have a guess for you, but now that you say it's, that. You don't have to go crazy far back. It's, I mean, it's recent. but Now that you say that, I do really feel like Indiana for the longest time was like the game before Ohio State. Yeah, that's what it's. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna say a Jim Harbaugh era maybe his first year 2015 overtime thriller. You're you're close. It's 2017. 2017. Uh, okay, I went that was an overtime game. 2017 though. was as well, wasn't it? Yeah, 20 on the road. 20, yep, two 20, overtime yeah, games on the road. Year was apart. November 14th. So that was. Um, was I at this game? I be- yes, I was at this game. Twenty seventeen. Um, was it Karan Higdon? Oh, Karan Higdon, two hundred yard game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big touchdown in overtime. Yep. IU recovered, and I I do believe to this day IU recovered an onside kick that was reviewed, and I I think it ended up they ended up saying that they didn't recover it, and I hope I'm not getting all of this mixed up. But I swear, IU came back and like everybody in the stadium is like, oh God, he just recovered that onside kick. Or that was my feeling anyway. You know, we're at Memorial Stadium. Everyone's going crazy. And then they're like, actually, he didn't. Uh, yeah. Just, well, I mean, they hit, that, the, that was nuts. they hit the field goal as time expired, right? Yes. And, yes. and then I think, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I guess Michigan would have scored first, first play, Karan Higdon. Uh, and sort of I bounced think, it outside. It looked like there was yeah. nothing there. And then, uh, yeah, you know, then, then you stop Indiana from, from tying it up again, but yeah, you, you give up a, you know, a 10 point lead in the you know, fourth quarter. And yeah, I mean that, that felt like a game. I remember watching that at a, a friends in Grand Rapids. That just felt like a game where, you know, you're with friends and you're like ready to just have Michigan pull away. Cause you're, they're probably waiting to do something that's not a Michigan football game. <laughs> and been there like, yeah hey sorry uh it sorry, appears that indiana has scored and oh my goodness they might score to win okay few overtime i uh, hate to say that we were uh, gonna go to an early dinner or whatever but i've got to watch an overtime game and this could go nine overtimes for all i know but i'll be here remember 2015 2015 was N- double Nate sudfeld overtime. yeah yeah nate sudfeld uh great IU quarterback but in that game it was the running back Jordan Jordan ah I can't remember first name well he was just destroying Michigan 
And, you know, Jordan I, Howard. He played. He played. Uh, Jordan, oh, okay, yeah, Jordan Howard. He went to yeah. Chicago. I think he played for the Bears. I believe you're there. right. Yeah, but but IU great running back. Great running back. after having all that success in the ground, ops to throw the ball at the goal line. You know, and I just that decision today. Like, I think about it probably once a month, every month. I'm just like, why did that happen? Like, who? How did that call get made? Like, and and I know you trust Nate Sudfeld because you know he's a good quarterback. Like he could sling it, but there was just no need to do that. Jordan Howard was carrying that team and making Michigan's front look look like they were all you know just just woken up. Like they did not look ready to compete with him. That was a, a game, and that was the I guess that was back in November. You said. Uh, you know, a game where uh, Michigan was ranked, you know, not going to you know, make a you know, big game at the end of the season or anything, but one of those games where you just can't afford to, to lose to an Indiana team. But, I mean, J.U. Chess in that game. I just remember thinking, you know, Jake Rudock looked so good, yes. even though the defense looked so bad. Chesson had, like, four touchdowns, and then Amaro Darbo had, a, had the game-winning touchdown. Uh, in overtime, I mean, what a field day! Just, for, just for kind of Rudolph. puts it up there. Yep. I mean, he he just puts it up there, and you're like, and it all seemed to happen in slow motion. Like Amara Darbo goes and gets it and comes down, and you're like, whoo! Like it looked like there was so much time for that ball to get knocked out of his hands or something. Yep. Oh, that was stressful. That was so stressful. Maybe Back one in the of the Kenny most, Allen like, kicking days. Yep. Would you say, perhaps that's like. Don't factor in Ohio State, but would you put that in the top three? Maybe Harbaugh era stressful games. Could you could you think of? I some? mean, again, it's your you're playing against you're at Indiana in November, and you don't want it to be. I mean, they didn't even win a conference game that year, and it was always this like <laughs> this streak of you know Indiana hasn't beat Michigan, Indiana hasn't beat Michigan, and it's like or a ranked team. Or a rank, so it's like it's one of those things where it's like though it was a good game, a double overtime game where you got to see Jake Rudolph go off and Ju Cheston, you know, have one of the the best receiving games in Michigan history. It's like I don't know. I think of a game of Jeremy Gallon having ridiculous amount of receiving yards in a in a win against Illinois or someone random, um, and just like it's not something that should have been the case but yeah if you think of it as the game it was a it was a good fun entertaining game uh for for at least that season and we know that that season turned out to be a a decent one for for Jim Harbaugh in his first season so yeah i'd say you know one of the one of the crazier games for sure okay um give us give us a date here that we need to like really kick it into gear in terms of uh staking our reputation to some predictions i would say if not next week definitely the week after i would say uh maybe if we're feeling it next week but i'd say by sure the week after for me i'd like to hear a little bit more from training i don't know i don't know if by sure is the saying you mean for sure for sure i do that all the time man this concussion (laughs) protocol this concussion protocol i'm worried (laughs) i mix up words all the time and say stuff that makes no sense that's the only reason i have fun calling anybody out on it because I would totally let's do go, the same thing. I think let's go two weeks. Yeah, I mean, you want to get back here like you know, just after the midpoint of August, 
and then we can we can say here's what Michigan's going to do this season. Yeah, and the next year maybe we can talk about you know player or next year, next week, next year too, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, this concussion's really hitting me. Yeah. Uh, next next week we maybe get into some player specifics, talk about things we're looking okay. forward to, and yeah, we go from a general overlook of the schedule to general overlook of the roster to yeah, two weeks from now, let's get some predictions in. Man. Let's do it. I'll, I'll plan on it. I'm ready. Um, until then, until next week, when apparently we're talking about players in the roster take I care mean, why out there. not every <laughs> I, I like how we just planned out like two three weeks and that's the most yeah. that's the most we've ever planned you know Seriously. maybe back in our volunteer days and we thought we were going to get paid we planned more but <laughs> not anymore that, that was not anymore uh, we don't we don't plan no. anymore no absolutely not but take care out there everybody and go blue go blue